Caldwell's True Life Academy helps intelligent, ambitious people achieve and accomplish amazing things for the purpose of living the life they've always dreamed of. We will show you how to tap into the gifts that we all have been given. True Life Academy gives you the best possible chance of living a life full of wealth, health, love, and personal power. As a certified coach, mediator, speaker, and trainer, Clarence has the skills needed to guide you to the most amazing life you can imagine for yourself, focusing on your relationships, finances, health, and career. So join the Academy and be awakened to your true life, the life you dream of, the life that fulfills your purpose, yes, the life you were intended to live. True Life Academy starts now. Hello, 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 and welcome, everyone. Welcome to True Life Academy. This is Clarence Caldwell, your host, your guide, and your coach for the week. Thank you for joining. I appreciate you being here. Absolutely appreciate your presence here. Being fully present with us here is uh, is remarkable, and I thank you for that. You know, and I will just say good morning to you, because if you're listening and you're having this conversation with us, then you're literally waking up, no matter what time of day it is or where you're listening this listening to us from. What part of the world you're in, it's morning because you're waking up, waking up to your true life. So I appreciate your presence. And I will just remind you, as always, to live your life these three ways. And if you've done this, these three things this past week, uh, I know you've had a great week. Live in thanks with an attitude of gratitude. Give. Always give when you can. Giving is a two-way street. When you're giving, you're receiving at the same time. And then thirdly, because you have the power to choose, love first and then choose. If you've lived your life that way this week, I know you've had an amazing week and you have made an amazing week for the people around you. So we are here this Monday, um, regardless of the date, because you might be listening to this on any given day. We are here this morning to talk about something that's pretty, um, I, I think it's pretty interesting. I, I had this, this thought uh, going through my head probably for many, many, many years. And, and I continue to ask the question. I can continue to find answers to the question that drive me forward, that allow me, allows me to, to grow and to continue to become, become my best person. So I just wonder, have you ever wondered, you know, what this is all about, what this life is really all about? Why are you here? Have you ever wondered, why am I here? Uh, you know, not so much about your purpose, but why do you have to go through so much uh, pain and heartache sometimes? Why do you have to go through good and the bad times? You know, how am I supposed to respond to all that life presents to me, the good and the bad? You know, life is just a big ball of a lot of stuff. And so there are times when we when we think about, you know, what's what's this all about? <laughs> why are we really here? What are we doing here? I don't know if you've ever had that question. Maybe uh, you had. I know throughout different stages of my life, I've had that question come up for me internally. And and if you have, then maybe uh, what you will hear tonight will help um, settle some of it anyway. And that's my hope for you is that we'll get to the bottom of some of this for you. And if nothing else, maybe you'll feel a level of, uh, I don't know, maybe I'll call it inspiration. You know, I when I speak sometimes, I get asked to speak different places, and I'm always introduced as a motivational speaker. And uh, I always ask people, do they want to be motivated today? And half the room raises their hand. 
And, and I say, well, I'm not here to motivate you because motivation is external and it's temporary. And I use this story to explain it. it I, there was a, a, a monk, a priest, and a rabbi that walked into a bar. Now, stop me if you've heard this one. And I know people have heard that joke. So I say, well, let me switch it up for you. There were two managers that walked into a bar. The first manager walks in and he sees his boss at the bar and he says, hey, boss, I'm surprised to see you here. You're not normally here after work. And the boss looks at the manager and says, you know, I am not normally here. And I am really glad I am here and I'm glad to see you as well because I have a job for you. Isn't that always the way the boss wants to give you work, even when you're not at work? So the manager says, you know what, boss, I'm a loyal employee. Whatever you want me to do, just tell me I'll get it done. And the boss looks down the bar and he points and he says, you see that beautiful woman at the end of the bar? I want you to go get her phone number. And the manager rears back and he says, oh, boy, wait a minute, boss. I, you know, I'm a married man. I can't do that kind of thing. It's just not something I'm comfortable in doing. And the boss says, well, it's not for you. It's for me. And the manager says, well, you know, still, boss, I'm a little bit uncomfortable in doing that. In fact, I'm probably not that good at it either. And he resists. The manager persists. Uh, The boss persists and the manager resists. And then finally the boss says, look, if you don't go get that telephone number and bring it back to me, don't bother coming to work tomorrow because you're fired. Now, that's motivation, don't you think? Is that manager now motivated? What do you think the manager did? Yes, he went and got the phone number. Manager number two walks into the bar and he sees his boss at the bar and he says, hey, boss, I'm surprised to see you here. You're not normally here after work. And the boss looks at him and says, yes, I am. I know I'm not normally here, but I'm glad I'm here today. And I'm glad I ran into you because I have a job for you. And the manager says, sure, boss, what is it that you'd like me to do? And he says, you see that gorgeous woman at the end of the bar. I'd like for you to go down there and get her telephone number and bring it back to me. And the manager says, well, boss, you know, I'm really uncomfortable doing that. I'm a married man, and it's just not something I normally do. But the boss persists. And the manager resists, and the boss persists. And this goes back and forth for a while. And finally, the boss says, look, if you go get this beautiful woman's telephone number and bring it back to me, tomorrow when we're at work, I will put you in for an on-the-spot award bonus for $5,000. How's that for motivation? What do you think the manager did? Yes, the manager went and got the phone number. But here's the deal. Both managers were motivated. One was motivated by the fear and the threat of losing a job. The other was motivated by the, the, the promise of a reward, $5,000. But both were temporary. Because if you take either of those away, the motivation goes away also. That's why I speak to people and I say, I'm not here to motivate you. Because as soon as I walk off the stage, motivation walks with me. I'm here to do something even better than that. I want to ignite a spark of inspiration inside of you so that it grows within you and it doesn't depend on me. I don't need a carrot or a stick to keep you motivated. It's coming from you. You see, motivation is external and temporary. Inspiration is internal and eternal. So maybe tonight, maybe tonight, there will be a spark of inspiration that comes out of what we talk about tonight. I'm hoping that you can be somewhat inspired to live your life in a way 
that is a little different than the way you've lived it in the past. And I'm not saying that what you're doing is wrong today. I'm just saying having a different view of life itself can sometimes inspire you to live it in a way that is much more satisfying, much more gratifying, and understandable in terms of all the things that we have to go through. You know, I'm going to challenge you on why you're here, why you're here on this planet, why you're here in this life. Now, this may upset some of you, but I'm going to state that, I'll just say it right up front. We are here to give. We are here to give, nothing else. Now, I want you to challenge me on that. If you really want to challenge me, if you're listening live, you can call. You know, I, I, I rarely give out the number, but if you're absolutely listening tonight, I can, I'll give you the number. It's 866-404-6519. I'd love to hear your comment on that because I believe that we're here for one reason, and that's just to give. Now, what we give and how we give and why we give, that all matters, but at the bottom line is we must give. You know, I say it at the opening of every show, be thankful and give when you can and, and love first and then choose. But this giving piece is really what it's all about. You know, I had these same questions about why we're here over my lifetime. When you don't have answers, you tend to give up and move on. Well, since these are life-type questions, not having answers sometimes results in giving up on life itself. Have you ever felt that, you know, I just don't know why I'm here, and you just want to just give up on life itself. Now, there are times when you go through that phase. I mean, we've all maybe had thoughts about just giving up. I'm not saying taking your life, but I'm just saying just giving up. Ah, throw your hands up. I don't care anymore. That's natural. You know, I've questioned life itself myself several times on several occasions, but instead of giving up on life simply because I could not easily find the answers, I became somewhat obsessed with the search for answers. You know, I have this uh, this thing, uh, I believe I'm more left brain than a lot of people, and that uh, forces me to look for really detailed, logical answers to everything. And uh, I know some of the information I present, even when we speak here, is about things that are very logical. And I try to give you a, a real logical explanation to things, even life itself. If you remember my very first show a year and a half ago, I said, what, this, what is this thing called life? And I broke it down into four, four pieces. That's how logical I was. We have a physical body. We have a mental uh, person. We have an emotional state. And we have a spiritual side of us. That was it. See, if I can't categorize it into these four pieces, then, you know, I, I search for the answer. So that's my left brain working. And, and many people are not that way. Many people just say, hey, it doesn't matter if you're physical, mental, emotional, spiritual. We're just people. So let's just get on with living. And I get that. And I understand that. So I'm going to try to speak to you as well without being too left brain tonight. But I'm going to also try to answer the question as to why we're here. I'm going to try to answer this question so that it fits not only the left brain person, but the right brain person as well. And we will discover what it is that's really driving us to be here and what we should be doing while we're here. You know, my discovery of these answers come from real life experience and, and literally years of study. You know, not just the writings, but the study of man itself. 
you know, I have a, an insatiable appetite for understanding the human condition, behavior, growth, attraction, meaning, meaning why some of us have some things and, and other, others of us don't and why some of us respond in certain ways and other of us respond differently with the same stimulus. You know, it, it's always fascinated me. And so tonight I'm going to you know, share with you some of my discoveries around this study of life itself, the study of who we are and why we're here. So if you're ready for that discussion, hang in there with us. We'll be right back after this break. Academy with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns after this short break. How's your job going these days? Stop the frustration with your career. Give yourself the advantage in breaking through to the next level. What you will need to be successful are the insights and strategies that will work for you. Hi, this is Clarence Caldwell. You know me from True Life Academy, a powerful podcast that is reaching millions of people around the world. What you may not know is that I've spent many years as an executive for some of the largest companies in the United States. Whether you're trying to break the $200,000 income barrier or just wanting a fulfilling career, our leadership mentor programs are just what you need. Visit me at ClarenceCaldwell.com or call us at 8883 0909017. That's 8883-090917. Your time is now. Let's break through to the next level of your career. There are more living for you to do. Yes. Start living inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Trisha will dig deep into topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. For more information on Trisha and Living Inspired, go to her website, trishagoyer.com. That's T-R-I-C-I-A-G-O-Y-E-R.com. Trisha's vision is to be the voice of hope and possibility for women of all ages. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Living inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. To True Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. Hi, welcome back. We were talking about why we're here. What is this thing, uh, life, all about in terms of uh, what, what should we be doing? Why do we have to go through so much pain and, and heartache at times? Um, you know, it's it's something that we all experience. There's not a person that's lived a number of years on this planet that hasn't gone through a number of things. And so that is absolutely a part of life. I mean, you, you really have to know that 
you're not alone if you if you're struggling with anything that we've all gone through something we're all going through something and we will go through things it's just the way it is it's almost as if we're building up an immune system to be able to handle things you know there's a saying that you know what doesn't what doesn't kill you makes you stronger and and you know there's it's a kind of a an odd quote but it's something true to that because it's like when you're a baby you have to get these sicknesses you have to have a cold you have to have the flu and the the mumps and the measles and all of these things um that and infect you so that you can build up a resistance, build up an immune system. And throughout life, we have these things that happen to us, things that make us sad, things that create grief for us and things that hurt us uh, so that we build up the strength of the other part of us that keeps us alive, the love and the joy and, and the beauty in our lives that, that overcome those things. So as, as I've gone through life asking these questions, it's always fascinated me. You know, I do so much observing of everyone and everything around me and studying about this. And I've done it for so many years that I often get accused of of being very quiet and reserved. And I know it's hard to believe when you listen to me talking for an entire hour. But typically I'm very quiet because what I'm doing is I'm I'm really taking it all in, you know, not in an evaluative, critical way of everyone, but taking it in in terms of information gathering, you know, so that I can interpret it into the knowledge for me and, and my knowledge becomes something that I use as I develop my wisdom, not only for myself, but applying it, uh, what I've learned to the world around me. You know, does that qualify me for your trust in the things that I'm saying? Well, I imagine if I was just talking to you without any information gathering or any experience or any of that, then my writings and my speech and, and everything else would be considered the writings of a madman. But on the contrary, I have unwittingly dedicated my life to the study of life, to the study of religion, the study of spirituality, the study of human behavior, critical thinking, philosophy, and how it all plays out in our lives just on my own. I think that's part of my left brain go- at work. I'm always trying to find answers. And I think that has really... Uh, uh, saved me in, in, in many cases, whereas uh, uh, things that have, have come up for me that just didn't have answers, instead of completely giving up, the left brain in me says, you've got to find the answer. Don't give up. Just find the answer. So I think being left brain has helped me and kept me from doing some really foolish things. Um, but I know that it's also gotten me in trouble at times, too, because I haven't seen uh, the world through the eyes of everyone. So I'm trying my best to use my right brain more uh, and be less logical, not less logical, but not have that be the dominant thing in my life. But understanding yourself this way is important, because if you have a part of you that you don't recognize is very active, just spend a little time um, utilizing it, exercising it a little more. Um, you know, the fact that you're listening um, today says that uh, you don't dwell on these bad things that happen in life. You know, there's a saying that life is a beach <laughs> and then you die. You know, it's that kind of attitude that people have that don't try to find answers, that don't, they really just said, hey, you know, this is just life. Life is the way it is. So the fact that you're listening says that that's not you. So I won't dwell on that, you know, life is a beach and then you die type of uh, attitude because I know your awareness is heightened and the frame of mind exists um, in you 
that maybe haunts you a little bit that makes you search and and seek out uh, the answers. And, and when a number of tough situations come up, um, you know, people who don't seek out answers often do irrational things, and including harming themselves and others. So let's talk about how, you know, what we have in us is, is something that evolves. Uh, how many of you have had a near-death experience? Yes. I know you've had one. I mean, I can almost guarantee that you've had a near-death experience. What did that feel like in terms of how did you think about it? You know, you know whether you believe you've had one or not, uh, I know that you've had one because even at the, the very moment you were born, <laughs> the very moment you were born, that was a near-death experience, to be honest with you, because no one knew. And when you came out, that's why the doctor smacked you on your little bottom side to make sure that you were you were waking up and you were going to live. Um, that's a near-death experience. But throughout life, we have these things that happen to us. Maybe it's a car accident where, you know, you were lucky you got out of the car accident unhurt. Or maybe as a kid, you, you fell, you know, at a 10-year-old, you thought you could fly and you jumped off the garage and, and you only broke a leg or an arm. W- whatever it is, we've had physical things happen to us throughout our lives that I would call near-death experiences because other people have done these things and gone through these things and not have come out on the other side. They've actually died. So there are things that have happened in your life. There's no doubt. And maybe there are things that happen you don't even know that they've happened. You've come this close to death and not even known it. Uh, whether you've fallen down a flight of stairs or you've jumped out of an airplane and, and your parachute opened. But in some, some cases, it doesn't open. Uh, and I call all of those near-death experiences. So if you've had a near-death experience, then... What is the what happens afterwards? The fact that the next morning or the next hour you're still here. That, my friends, is a bonus. That is an absolute bonus to be able to wake up and be a part of this world is an absolute bonus. So your near death experience must come with a level of appreciation for life. If you're not thankful that you're alive, then, you know, what was the near-death experience all about? You should have just expired. But you're here listening right now, and you are alive. Now, many people fear death, and it's understandable because not, not many people want to die. Um, and what I'm about to say may shake, rattle, and roll you a little bit, but you need to grasp this concept and understand it. Not dwell on it, but embrace it and understand it. That, you know, the fact is, your life, none of us, none of us are getting out of this alive. <laughs> I'll just say that. None of us are going to get out of this alive. I mean, there is an end to this, right? To our story. That's the end of story. That is our story and it will end. If you think you can cheat death and that uh, you'll never die, then you're probably not really in touch with, with your life. But the fact is, none of us are getting out of this alive. So this issue of uh, being afraid of death is understandable, but there's a piece of it that's not very rational because it's not something that we're going to avoid. Now, you might 
have a fear of how you die. You don't want to die painfully or, you know, and you want to live every every day. You don't want to die today, I know. So we're not going to go there. That's kind of a morbid conversation. So if we all agree um, that, you know, it's a part of life, uh, then let's understand that the way to truly, truly experience life that we have, the way it was intended to be experienced, is to be thankful that we're here, is to be grateful that what we have is a part of something that's given to us as a bonus, because we've had this near-death experience in our lives, maybe several. We're past that point, and so what we have, I'll just call it a bonus, right? So let's get past the difficulty of the emotions that death brings us, and let's talk about the joy that life brings us. You know, if you talk to someone that's uh, in their 80s, 90s, or maybe even 100 years old, I would venture to guess that they don't spend and have not spent most of their life thinking about avoiding death. Many of those people that I've at least heard speak, and I've not interviewed them myself, so I challenge you to do that, and I'll, I'll probably do that myself now that I've mentioned it, that they don't spend a lot of time thinking about death, but they think about enjoying the life that they have. And when you do that, you have a tendency to uh, really live into the joy that life has to offer, and you begin to live the life you were intended to live. And so that is something to be thankful for, not thinking about death, but living the life, your best life. So I want you, you know, I know this is kind of a a philosophical discussion in many ways, but the truth, at least this is my truth, until proven differently, is that our life here was intended to be lived in absolute thankfulness, joy, and fulfillment. And if you're not experiencing that, then see what you can do to shift that. What's happening likely is that you're thinking about the things that are uh, getting in the way of you living that fulfilled life. So there's a lot of fear, possibly, or worry, or doubt, or concern about what might happen, or, you know, I'm getting sick, I might die, or so-and-so said this to me, so I might lose my job. All this fear, doubt, and worry gets in the way of your living the life you were intended to live. So if life was, is, is to be celebrated, and if it's to be joyful, and if it's to be experienced at a higher vibration and a higher level of energy, then what can we do to ensure that we are, in fact, living life this way? No, many times it boils down to a mindset. Many times it just boils down to knowing this truth and understanding that life was meant for you to be lived. Life is expressing itself to you and through you in a way that is for your good, your complete good, even though there are things in your life that are strengthening your immune system, so to speak. You know, we'll talk a little bit more about how all this plays out and why giving is really important as a part of living this life we're talking about, because that absolutely creates the life that you're wanting to experience without the fear, the doubt, and the worry. We'll be back right after this break to talk more about it. 
Life Academy with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns after this short break. Welcome to Toginet. Radio with a cutting edge. In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central. Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned, both good and bad, and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of Paying It Forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. Josephine Girasi has always been a problem solver. She saw this need and has turned it into a movement. It's Paying It Forward with tips, tools, advice, and hard lessons learned. These pieces of knowledge can make a huge difference for you, your business, and others. So join us for Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi, Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on Doginet.com. Welcome back to True Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. We are talking about this thing that is really important to understand, and that is you know, why we're here. What is it that we're meant to do while we're here? So, um, you know, I talk about this, this thing of, of life being the, the intended life that we have of joy and, and fulfillment, but we often know that we experience a lot of other things in life besides those things. Uh, but those are things that we all experience, and they're a part of the life that we live. But having a near-death experience, which we all have had, We've just established that, right? Even if it's just, if you don't think you've ever had one, think about the day you were born. You've had one then. So any day that you're living beyond that point is a bonus. We'll call it a bonus. And that's the mindset that I think is important to have. Every day is a bonus. Everything, every moment you know, that you're here is a bonus. The fact that, that I get to sit here and talk with you, it's a bonus. The sun is shining outside and I get to see it. A bonus. The cup of coffee I had and I sat back and relaxed and read a chapter out of a book that I like. It's a bonus. You know, going to the grocery store and talking to the grocery clerk and telling a couple of jokes and laughing. A bonus. Working out in the morning for an hour, just being able to to do that. It's a bonus. You know, having the luxury of sitting and having an intelligent conversation with a good friend on the phone or face-to-face. Bonus. Eating my favorite meal whenever I choose. It's a bonus being able to ride a bike and play golf or whatever. a bonus, whatever it is you're doing. I want you to look at these things as a bonus. These are given to you in, above and beyond this point of where you had the, your near death experience, you know, seeing your grandchildren, seeing them born, a bonus, knowing that your family is alive and healthy and enjoying life, a bonus, being able to solve problems that come up in your life, a bonus, experiencing the problems that that allow you to learn and to grow, a bonus. You know, I could go on forever with all these bonuses, but I hope you get the drift that the experiences uh, that I know you will experience every moment of, of your day are bonuses. And if all of these bonuses are in your life, why would we treat them 
as, as, as if our life isn't worth anything or if, if they're not worth anything in our lives. So, so if we think they are worth a lot and because they're a bonus, they are worth a lot, they're given to us throughout our life, throughout our day, every day, every moment, every time we wake up. If these are bonuses, then why aren't we looking at them as if they are truly bonuses and they're, they're gifts to us? And if we accept gifts that we're giving in life, what it really means is that we've, we've received something. You know, the opportunity to live this life the way it was intended to, to be lived, I mean, that's a bonus itself. Why not accept that obligation that comes along with these bonuses that you must give and share and help transform your life, your energy within yourself and within others to affect others? You see, energy is not created or destroyed. It just changes form. So these bonuses that you've been given, this energy of love, this energy of joy, of fulfillment, the gratitude, the thankfulness that comes into your life as you think about every one of these bonuses, this is energy that you have. Now, you think you're, you're supposed to just keep it locked away and fold your arms and it's all tucked inside of you and this is my life. Okay, it's all mine. No. You know, whether it's our families or our neighbors, our friends, uh, you know, people that we don't even know, reach out and touch in some way. You know, touch them some way, even if it's just over the Internet, over Facebook, telephones, whatever. Put it, put it on a billboard. Put an ad in a newspaper. However you can reach anyone. Why wouldn't you consider it not only um, your obligation, but a privilege to pay for these bonuses that you are receiving 24 hours a day? You're receiving these bonuses all the time. So if you're going to be you know, a bonus hoarder, and just keep them all for yourself. You know, that's one way to live. But I will tell you this, it is not the way to reach a level of joy and fulfillment. Because our joy and our fulfillment comes from the fact that we have and that we give. You know, so what I just described to you about all these bonuses and the fact that we should be giving should bring more joy than anything else in this world to you. More than a new house, more than a new car, more than a great job, more than anything else, even more than a new family member, which you, which brings you tremendous joy, I know. You know, it's all a part of the bonuses that you are receiving every day. So the fact that you're receiving these bonuses is in fact the thing that you sh that should bring you the joy. Yes, the bonuses themselves, the items themselves will bring you joy, but knowing that you have moved past this near-death experience, whether it's at birth or any other time in your life, could continue living and experiencing the bonuses that are available to you should bring you the maximum amount of joy that's available to you as well. You know, although this sounds very, very simple, it's so very critical to the quality of the life that you will live. It brings in the perspective and the reflection and complexion of true gratitude. You know, when I speak of gratitude, and I, I mention it at the top of every show, I always speak of, of being thankful of this life. First and foremost, the gift to choose, the gift of thought, the gift of, uh, of breath, the gift that your heart is beating, the gift of whatever health you're in, the, the, the gift of life itself are all gifts 
that we have in every one of us, whether we have limitations uh, or, or we're completely healthy and whole in every way, we have gifts that we have been given in this life. And in some, and some may need to be reminded of, of, of some of these gifts uh, that we've been given. And, and when you receive a gift, what is it that you always say? Yes, you say thank you. So you're receiving these gifts all the time. You should have thanks in your heart, thanks on your lips all the time. And if you're not saying thanks out loud, you know, have it in your heart. And this is about living with this attitude of gratitude and being thankful in all things. That's what I mean when I say being thankful in all things, not just for things. Being thankful for the bonuses you've experienced every moment of every day. You are a giver. So, well, maybe you're not. Let me ask you this. Are you a giver or are you a taker? If you're just taking and taking and taking bonus after bonus after bonus after bonus without giving back anything to anyone, then, you know, you're not transferring this energy that you have that's changing forms. You know, energy can't be created or destroyed. It just changes forms. And your obligation is to take in this magnificent energy of gratitude and give it with a thankful heart. Give out this energy the same way. And I will tell you this, this is one of the harder things to do as you give. It is about uh, giving when you really don't want to give. And it shows up sometimes with this issue of someone doing something that's harmful to you, and now you must give to them something back, something good, something joyful, something lovable, something, something above where that energy is that they gave to you, that energy of, of whatever they did to you. And this is called forgiveness. When you forgive, that means you forego whatever it was they've done, but you still give from your heart. So I'm going to redefine the word forgiveness. Forgiveness, the first, first part of forgiveness is for, that you are just foregoing whatever it was they've done, and you are now giving from your heart. That's what forgiveness is. And so this, this cycle of existence that we have, Really, absolutely, um, it, it, just, it just is our obligation to give and to give in this way. So I'm going to, uh, to, to talk to you about forgiveness just a little bit. We had uh, an opportunity last week. We had a guest on last week where uh, we talked about forgiveness, and he did a great job just summing up forgiveness in, in maybe less than two minutes. I remember, I remember we did a show here last year, uh, an entire show, hour-long show on forgiveness. And in doing so, um, we, we covered a lot of things and how you get to a place of forgiveness. But our guest did a fabulous job last, last week in just basically summing it, summing it up, or summing it up, for us to to consume and, uh, and and understand, which I really really like. So if you haven't heard that, go back somewhere in there. I think it was probably in the third segment. Um, I asked him about forgiveness, and, and he did a great job in summing that up for us. You know, um, 
You know, this next thing uh, that I'm going to talk with you about uh, has a tendency to um, to create some conflict with uh, with a lot of people. So um, I'm going to share something, my thoughts about this, that that really, you know, I, I, it's not meant to be hurtful for anyone because I really, really do think that it's an important thing to talk about. Uh, but I have a, a, a slant on it that might differ from you. And it might differ from some of you uh, relative to your beliefs. And that's okay. This is why I encourage you to reach out to me. Contact me. Go to ClarenceCaldwell.com. Leave me a note there. Tell me that you've listened to the show today, today's show, the October 5th show, and, um, and what your thoughts are about it. The thought about why life is the way it is. Why giving is so important, the issue of forgiveness, the issue of the bonuses that we have in life, all of these things. Give me your thoughts on it. Uh, and if none of that creates a thought for you, um, I'm going to create one for you now, something that you can uh, stew on a little bit uh, or just think about. Well, not stew on, but think about for the next couple of minutes before we go into the break. And give me your thoughts about this. You know, I think too many people are talking about being ready for the next phase of whatever, you know, our existence is. And, you know, whatever that is, we talk about, you know, you got to get ready, you got to get your get your 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 soul ready or whatever it is. And and you know, yes, we must get ready. So I'm not I'm not pushing back on on anyone's religious beliefs. Because I have my own beliefs as well. I was raised in a very religious environment. So this is not um, a dig on that at all. But if we spend too much time in the mirror trying to get ready, trying to put on our makeup, trying to get ready, that's all we're thinking about is just getting ready, getting ready. We're going to miss the show. We're going to be late for the movie. The show is right now. We're in it right now. The life that we're living is the show right now. So stop worrying about the next phase. Yes, be concerned about it and get ready for it. But stop worrying about it and live the life you have right now. And live it responsibly, but live it now. Now, I know a lot of my religious friends are, going to, are cringing as I say this. But I'm not saying that you need to forget about preparing to see your maker. I'm just saying that your maker has placed you here now for a purpose. And that is to give. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with the last segment. True Life Academy with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns after this short break. In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central, Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned, both good and bad, and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of Paying It Forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. Josephine Girasi has always been a problem solver. She saw this need and has turned it into a movement. 
It's Paying It Forward with tips, tools, and advice, and hard lessons learned. These pieces of knowledge can make a huge difference for you, your business, and others. So join us for Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi, Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Homeschooling? Have questions? Get your pen and paper ready. It's the sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Fridays at 5, 4 Central on toginet.com. After a handsome blue-eyed Texan fell in love with Vivian at the Victoria Station in London, she found herself at DFW Airport with a tiny suitcase and a snazzy little duffel bag. Well, 25 years later, she is now happily married to that blue-eyed cowboy. They have four grown children, ages 24 to 18, who became willing guinea pigs when she unwittingly stumbled upon the world of homeschooling. Wildflower Academy flourished for 15 years. They survived and thrived, and you can too. Vivian will be covering a wide range of issues that face homeschoolers. What do you do with kids in the summer? How to set up your one-room schoolhouse? How obedience is paramount? And what to do with those snakes? Plus, you'll be sharing ideas and insights that you gleaned from other homeschoolers. So join us for an engaging hour with a sociable homeschooler. Vivian McNinney, Friday afternoons at 5, 4 Central on toginet.com. True Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. We we just got into something here right before the break that uh, um, hopefully... You didn't. You didn't turn the podcast off when I said it. Uh, but if you did, that's okay. Uh, you're not going to hear the next piece. Uh, but you know what I was really just talking about was 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 not a dig against any religious belief that there's life after death and that we must get ready for that life. Uh, because I, I truly believe that that um, there is something after we're here. So uh, I'm not saying that there's nothing there uh, what i but i do i also believe that there was something before we got here believe it or not um so that's my belief that we were in the process of getting ready for this life and so now that we're here um our our goal and our our purpose if you will is to give love and and everything that we've been given we are to pay it forward if you will to the people around us and give to each other and become stronger as uh, an energy field, if you will, of of beings, of humans becoming, that allow us to connect on a level that's beyond physical. You know, there's so much in life that is beyond what we know we can see, hear, touch, feel, smell, taste. You know, we have these five senses, but there's more. Um, and if you don't believe that, then, you know, I, I, I'm not sure I can convince you because there is a level, I'll call it an invisible world that we're a part of. We're still a part of that world as well. You know, some people, I remember one of my very first guests that I had on, um, talked to us about, um, his life and how he was, uh, he was really struggling as a young man and found himself in jail and, he turned his life around, but it took what he called an angel to help him and still helps him with his life today. And I questioned him a little bit, not in a bad way, but I just, you know, do you mean the, the, the thought and the universe helping you? He said, no, there is an actual angel that helps me. And I talked to this, this angel. And so who am I to say that that is not true? 
Absolutely no one, because there is a level of invisibility, if you will, to the world that we don't know and we don't see. Not all of us see it and hear it and feel it the same way. Uh, You know, just in the three-dimensional world that we live in, we know there are things that we can't see or hear. Uh, There are things that are happening. We can't see the wind, but we can feel it on our skin. We can't hear a dog whistle, but a dog can hear it. Uh, there are there are animals or birds that are communicating without making sounds. They are communicating. We don't know that. We can't see that. But obviously, they're communicating uh, in some way. Fish that communicate underwater, they're not making sounds. They're you know might be sending out sonar or whatever they're sending out. But there's all this stuff that we don't know and we don't see with our five senses. Doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. And so, you know, it took me a while to get there being as left brain as I am relative to wanting to prove everything logically and scientifically. But I also am open and I understand that there's more that we don't see and don't experience that is in existence also. You know, so as I talk about us having a life before this one, I truly believe that we are energy And that we cannot be created or destroyed. We are just in a different form right now. So prior to being here, we were in a different form, whatever that was. And as we were getting ready for for this life, you know, we chose to be here. I think we really chose to be here. And uh, we knew we were going to go through a lot of heartache and a lot of pain. And we signed up for it. So many of you say, well, I didn't sign up for this life. I think that you did. Now, that's a different conversation. We'll have that one, that conversation when I have a, um, a kind of a psychic or a mystic or someone on the on the show with us. But the truth is, we're here now, and again, this is really not anything that's against uh, our religion, uh, anybody's religion. If you know, if you're Christian, uh, absolutely, I was raised in the Christian faith, and so I do believe that there's life after we leave here. You know, I have a deep religious background. And I've studied the teachings of the Christ. And if you believe in the writings of the scripture, then you'll know that Christ was not sent here to make us worry and fearful about the future. But Christ came to show us how we should be living today. Not about, you know, well, you you better get ready. No, it's about what do you do now? How do you live your life today? Are you giving when you should be giving? Are you thankful? You know, these are the things that that are, are, are important for us today. Are you loving? You know, living in thanks, giving when you can, loving and then choosing. You know, these gifts that we've been given are absolute bonuses. And every minute that we're here is a bonus. So the teachings and writings of all of the spiritual leaders of the past are all focused on one thing. And that is about living our best life, the life we were intended to live right now. Now, yes, there's this issue of let's make sure you're doing that so that you are prepared for that next phase. But if all you're worried about is getting prepared, then I think you're missing really the focus of what we've been taught. If you're 
standing in the mirror, putting on that makeup for hours and hours and day after day. And that's all you're doing is trying to get the makeup right. You're just trying to get ready. You're trying to put on that best suit. You're trying to just make sure that it's clean. You're trying to make sure it's pressed and that you're looking good and you're feeling good and you're ready. You're ready to go into that next phase. Well, I'm not quite ready yet. Let me do this. Let me do that. Let me just get ready. Let me get my mind right. Let me get my heart right. Let me get my soul right. If you're so worried about getting right, you're missing the show. The show is happening right now. And the show is about you experiencing life the way it was intended to be experienced right now. And that, my friends, is where I believe, you can agree with me or not, I believe that that's what it's about. It's about living your best life now. It's not about living in fear. It's not about living in doubt and worry regarding the next phase. It's about using the incredible gifts of life that you've been given. It's about giving that energy that you have, the energy that love and fulfillment gives you, the bonuses that that you experience every day. Those bonuses give you uh, an amount of energy that is not to be locked away inside of you so that you can put on more makeup and get ready. It's about having the energy of life's gifts and bonuses that you can share and you can give to someone, give a smile to someone, pass it forward, you know, a random act of kindness, whatever it is, do something for someone else so that they can experience the gifts that you've been given. And it's, it's not a scarcity mentality. If you give someone love, you don't lose love. You don't lose something that you give away. You actually open yourself up to receive more. So that, that's what I wanted to share with you. I want you to uh, reach out to me directly at ClarenceCaldwell.com if you have any you know, concerns about what I'm saying, any questions about what I'm saying. If you, if you disagree, that's fine, too. I, I'm okay with people disagreeing because it, what it does is it opens up my mind, it opens up my heart, and opens up my eyes to other points of view. And that's the one thing I will always remain is open, open to knowing more. Because there is no one on this planet that I'm aware of that knows it all. And I'm the last person that says, well, you know, I got it all figured out. I know it all. If I ever say that, you can stop, you can unsubscribe to this podcast because I lost it if I ever say that. I know it all. Yeah, trust me, this is it. In fact, there are times when I I say, um, I use the word truth. And I say, this is the truth. But what I'm really saying is this is my truth. And I hope you get that. I hope I'm not portraying that I have all the answers because I certainly don't. I'm continuing to grow and become. I'm not a human being. I'm a human becoming. And so are you. And then I'm continually learning, continually learning and becoming and growing. And the way to do that is to be exposed to things that are outside of my current knowledge and wisdom. And so if you have a different point of view of anything I've said here, if you believe that your truth is different in any way, please share it with me because I, you know, I open, I'm very open to it because I want to continue to grow. And the only way to grow is to just to seek out 
more information. You know, I've spent so many years studying and studying, not purposefully in terms of, oh, I have to study the Bible, or I have to study this teaching, or I have to study that teaching. I've just done it because of my left brain, trying to figure everything out. I've done it because I want to find answers to life's questions that I have not been able to find. And if you have these questions also, the questions that we opened up with, the questions about why you're here, why are you going through the, the heartache that you go through? Why, why are you here? What's it all about? How are you supposed to respond to the, the things that life presents to you, the good and the bad? I hope some of that has been answered tonight, because regardless of what's going on in your life, your purpose is to give that energy that comes from the bonuses that you receive every day. And yes, I call them bonuses because after your near-death experience, everything else is a bonus. You know, I talk about the, the near-death experience even as a, as a baby being born. Um, um, uh, someone mentioned to me earlier today that you, know, you had a near-death experience before your birth. You could, have, you could have gone through, you know, your mother could have aborted. And that was a near-death experience for you. you know, that was a possibility. Or you could have been injured while in the, in the womb. Anything could have happened at birth, before birth, and, he, and obviously throughout your life that I call near-death experiences. So everything that happens from that point forward is a bonus. So I hope you're caring for your bonus properly. I hope you're really appreciating bonuses that you receive every day in life. And when you appreciate the bonus, what happens it's, a, it's, it's something you say thankful. You say thankful for it, and you say thanks. So, um, as always, I'm just going to just share with you that you must always remain thankful. Gratitude is so very important because gratitude allows you to op- be open and remain open to receive more. And because you're receiving more, it's your obligation to give more. And so that's what you have to do. Live in gratitude Give. Always give. That's why we're here is to give. Give when you can. This thing of, of, of choice that we have, this is another gift, another bonus. But it should come with this thing called love also. Love first and then choose. I hope you have a great week. We'll talk to you again next time. Take care. for joining us on today's True Life Academy. Certified coach, trainer, and motivational speaker, Clarence Caldwell, returns next week at this same time to share his keys to success to help you achieve the life you dream of. Yes, the life you were intended to live.